This is the Health Space Podcast, where we interview experts in the field of integrative health and wellness. I'm your host, Prue Sturgeon. Today, I'm speaking with Belina, who is an integrative nutrition health coach. Belina specializes in helping her clients develop a healthy relationship and mindset with food. And this episode is an insightful look at how you can create an empowering relationship with food and begin to trust your body with the right guidance and support. In this episode, Belina and I talk about what intuitive eating actually is and how this approach can benefit anyone who has ever felt guilt or shame around their eating behaviors or the need to restrict their diet for whatever reason. We explored unlearning the diet mentality and the concept of developing body wisdom, the ability to become more attuned to our natural hunger, which results in eating for physical nourishment rather than emotional needs. Now here's to the episode. I hope you enjoy. Hey, Belina, thanks for joining us today for the Health Space Podcast. Hi, Prue. Thanks for having me. What are your three go-tos when it comes to being the best version of yourself? Eating healthy, nutritious foods that make me feel really good. Also lots of sleep or at least, you know, seven to eight hours a night. And then also I would have to say me time, just quiet time, often in the mornings with a journal or some meditation as well. So I'm lucky enough to work alongside you at Healthspace Clinics. I know a little bit about your journey and your story so far. And what I'd love to explore with you here now and get you to share is what inspired you to become a health coach in the first place? Well, I really got interested in health and well-being, more wellness, when I was um, living in Tokyo, Japan. I lived there for about a year and a half. I had some spare time on my hands and I would do some blogging. Um, I would blog about my breakfast and the local cuisine there. And I really got into food and, you know, foodie that I am. I really attached to that. When I moved back to Sydney, I then was in a corporate job but I really noticed you know developing this unhealthy relationship with food which really showed up in feeling this sense of like restriction you know I would jump around from diet to diet and you know way of eating and felt pretty overwhelmed and frustrated with just never feeling like I had a hold on what I was doing or if I was doing it right and this nervousness about doing it right so that's where you know my journey of becoming a health coach began I transitioned into studying health coaching and also then you know that further went on to discover intuitive eating. Tell me a little bit more about the intuitive eating. So intuitive eating is a mentality I guess it's a way of sort of relating to um, food and your body and as simple as it is it's sometimes difficult as it shows up with you know so many messages today about nutrition and, and and how to take care of our bodies from external voices intuitive eating is actually coming back to ourselves and and knowing that we have this innate ability to listen but also respond to our bodies you know signs of hunger and fullness and satisfaction that we have within us and I think the problem that I see sometimes is that people have lost that ability to firstly hear and listen to that but also respond. 
I mean, I feel like that's such a prevalent thing, though, in our society. We get mm. bombarded with so many messages about what we should be doing, what we shouldn't be doing. Mm. There's so many different diets and ways of eating. Mm. So how do you address that? How, how do you explore that with your intuitive eating coaching? You know, the first thing is to find out where the client's at, what their history is with dieting, what tools they've used for dieting. Diets come in all guises and forms you know um shows up in you know not so subtle ways as we've seen in the 90s you know with atkins diet whatever it might be and now we we see diets you know in the shape of lifestyle changes and and i think what we can define as a diet is a way of eating that's restrictive or restrained restrained eating it's very human in us that when we're told we can't have something that becomes so much more attractive it's this forbidden fruit effect is what's often referred to it's when we even in in the guise of some of the wellness approaches today i think people can still feel deprived and restricted and and so intuitive eating again is coming back to that that way of trusting in your own innate cues of and trusting in physical sensations and and not letting your emotional self override that as well from what you've just said it almost sounds as though we're stripping away things rather than needing to learn anything new necessarily we're Mm. actually almost identifying the the habits and the behaviors Mm. that maybe aren't serving the client's that you work with Mm. and then almost like unlearning some of the stuff that we've Mm. been taught Mm. can you speak a little bit about that yeah a lot of the work that we do in the early stages of intuitive eating coaching is unlearning the diet mentality identifying where diet culture shows up in our everyday life once you see it it's hard to unsee it unlearning years of dieting and identifying where patterns of thinking and patterns and you know behavioral patterns are not serving us and then we start the process of letting that go. Before we actually started recording you mentioned something to me about the thin ideal and diet culture. Mm. Um, Can you speak a little bit more about that and as you just mentioned you know once you start to see it you can't Mm. unsee it. Media does a really good job of influencing people of who they should be and what they should look like and today people feel real a lot of pressure around that to be a certain way look a certain way for men too often women feel that pressure but men feel that pressure to you know have muscular physiques so this thin ideal is what I refer to in that sense of often media's influence around that and diet culture has been with us for a long time. You know, I've, I've seen this timeline of diet culture and, and how it started that, you know, women need to be a certain size and advertising, you know, really directs towards women not holding on to this weight and they should be a certain weight. So, you know, it's destructive in some sense and I think that's where we need to be careful as consumers to not take on that and be able to hold ourselves in this culture because it's a long way from changing. Absolutely. I think that we can all identify with that. So what are the signs and symptoms that someone may have that could benefit from intuitive eating coaching? Someone who eats in private and they feel maybe mortified if someone caught them know with a sleeve of chocolate biscuits in the house that they feel this guilt and shame around their eating behaviors that's a sure sign that that there's sort of this underlying unhealthy relationship with food 
I can relate to this one myself. I see a lot of my clients talk about how they eat perfectly through the week. They have 20-20 nutrition knowledge, but they go from this supermodel yoga enthusiast eater to crazy unsupervised child in a candy store type eater. There's erratic sort of behavior with and massive changes in their eating patterns. And that's often, you know, definitely, as we talked about earlier, these signs of deprivation in, in the way that they eat, that they've gone so far over the other side of holding themselves and not allowing themselves and having, you know, very strict food rules to flipping over the other side and really rebelling against their food rules and that's where you know balance comes into play and and a very you know baseline of core nutritional values which is variety and balance and often we don't see that in those type of behaviors. And so have you had um, experience working with people who have been experiencing these sort of symptoms and signs um, and these habits before? Yeah, of course. There's this sense that sometimes when we are even very health conscious, we can feel out of control with food and also in some sense that our lives revolve around food and our body. When we're told to not think of a pink elephant, we think of a pink elephant. And so when we think about what we should and shouldn't do and have rules and restrictions, it's it's very an understand of, you know, human effect that we rebel and we want to um, have what we're told we can't have. So the balance element of this and that we've talked about a little bit in this podcast is is intuitive eating and how we are the experts of our own body and that we have the ability to respond in useful and satisfying ways to what feels and sounds good. And instead of having those external rules of I can't, I can have this and I can't have that, that and feeling so many rules come down on us often one of the practices that I work with clients is allowing themselves and giving themselves full permission unconditional permission to eat which sounds a bit scary I know it's that sounds like you know and a lot of my clients say but I would I would just eat everything if I could was told I could have anything but I think that's the real shift and the change that is necessary in in some circumstances because they've had so much restriction that allowing themselves to have permission and eat slowly and eat with attunement, unconditional permission to eat with attunement is my reminder on that point, to be able to feel into what it feels like to eat that croissant, that flaky, buttery croissant. And you might find that you don't actually like it or it's too buttery, or but you'd never know that if you were never allowed to eat it and then the one time that you ate it, you binged on it. Yeah, absolutely. I really love what you shared about the attunement and permission. I think it's so important and it almost sounds as though, you know, you're talking about unlearning and stripping back the layers of these things that we've been taught through family, society, our different experiences through life and just getting back to what is really right for us as individuals. And I think the only one that actually truly knows that is ourselves. So it seems like it's a really empowering journey for you to take with your clients And on that note, what can someone who um, this sort of appeals to, what could they expect from a typical sort of session or a program with Mm -hmm. you doing the intuitive eating coaching? Uh, Sessions are one-to-one in health space in the clinic or um, over Skype. And uh, the sessions are really centered around 
as you said, stripping back or unlearning diet mentality or how that's affected us, taking stock of that, taking a bit of an inventory or a health history of where I meet the client. And then essentially the underlying process of this is learning to develop greater body wisdom. And what that looks like is the sessions are founded on the principles of intuitive eating, which are essentially helping the client become more attuned to their body's natural hunger and fullness cues, signs. They're learning how to distinguish between physical feelings of, you know, such as hunger pains or headaches or, you know, signs that their body needs something. Also emotional feelings, so that might be, you know, disappointment, anger, sadness, anxiety. So so learning to determine what, what it is that they need, that is a muscle that um, I help my clients strengthen um, through this th- these sessions and intuitive eating sessions and process. Another element we've already mentioned too is having this unconditional permission to eat. And, and this takes some time and, and as we've talked about is can be a little bit scary to to think that they can just have anything but it's really about not allowing um, an external voice to govern your ability to listen to your own body's voice and being able to respond in a timely way you know particularly with hunger signs a key point is that sometimes we let our hunger well exceed the point when we really should be eating and taking care of ourselves and we look at hunger as a means of self-care and nourishment and taking care of ourselves so that we don't reach the point of the scale of of a spectrum of say a 10 of hunger of hangry of hangry (laughs) and getting to the point where we are putting ourselves in this primal instinct to eat because our body thinks that we're starving ourselves. So essentially going into survival mode, survival activa- mode yeah. activating the sympathetic nervous system and yeah. getting all kinds of hormones running through your body so you're on high alert. It's just taking care of yourself so that you're never on the extremes. Yeah, and it comes back to that attunement, you know, what you were talking about before. It's like actually being tuned into what it is that you need so it doesn't get to that point where you maybe have been sitting at a desk working so long that you didn't actually realize you were hungry or you Mm -hmm. didn't actually realize you needed to use the toilet. It's that attunement to your body and really checking in Mm. with where you are. Mm. Okay, so that's a bit about the journey that you would take with your client and what could they expect at the end of the journey? Like what does that kind of end space look like? I think getting the clients to a place where they're eating mostly for physical nourishment over emotional needs with talked a little bit about that but essentially they are a a natural normal calm relaxed eater you know they can respond to the signs of hunger fullness satisfaction in a timely way and they feel good about their choices and you know they have skills and flexible responding and they've strengthened their emotional muscles to sit with their feelings without using food as a distraction or a means of comfort as well they feel really comfortable and, and in a place where they can go and live their life without the feel like their life revolves around food or they're thinking about food or you know that's that's taking over their life they have a meaningful life that's what this is all about is is living our lives in the best version of ourselves how do you find that working within an integrative clinic working alongside other practitioners Mm -hmm. um, in lots of different modalities how does that serve uh, your clients How, how does that sort of fit in I think working in a space where there is very similar minded like minded um, practitioners we get to chat about 
client cases and support from you know where we could um, serve our clients in a, a better more holistic way that's the benefits of an integrative practice what would be one way that you would recommend for our listeners to become more aware of how they could be intuitively eating as a result of listening to this podcast episode i would say that a way to really become more mindful and tap back into your own body and its signs and signals is to think about your hunger on a continuum or a on a scale of one to ten where um, ten is stuffed you, you know you're you can't move and you're very uncomfortable and one is you are um, so hungry like you could hurt somebody else <laughs> you know you're you're in that hangry zone hangry zone when you're eating dinner or in your next meal just check in with yourself and think you know what am i feeling where on the scale do i sit and putting a number to that and and helping and watching yourself go up the spectrum or up the scale as you as you eat and you um, feel fuller and um, watching yourself you know a few hours later going down the scale and, and visualizing that and and watching that that change Awesome. I think that's a really practical way for the listeners to become more aware of how they're eating and where their hunger's at. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Thank you. And just in closing, what would be the main takeaway for the listeners? So what's sort of that nuggety piece of goodness for intuitive eating coaching? I would say it's healthy eating um, can be simple if you learn to trust your body and that can happen even after years of dieting and emotional eating. It's possible to feel freedom and trust in your body. Awesome. Thank you so much, Valina. It's been amazing having you on the podcast. And we'll be including all of the details of how you can contact Valina and where you can go and what she offers. Thanks for listening to this episode. We hope you enjoyed it. If you'd like to learn more about health space clinics and what we offer, please go to our website at healthspaceclinics.com.au. If you like what you've heard, feel free to subscribe. We post new episodes regularly, so we'll have more great content for you soon. We'd love to hear from you in season two. If you have a particular question or topic that you would like us to cover in an episode, please email us at podcast at healthspaceclinics.com.au.